1: And welcome to the Roto Wire, a fantasy soccer show. We're talking Saturday's Premier League slate. We got a three-game slate. I am Adams Drake, joined by Jordan Cooper and Ryan Balangi, as usual. We got the trio back. We have a big Manchester City heavy slate, but we expect some rotation. We don't. Mate, we'll see what happens with Kevin De Bruyne here. But Jordan, welcome in. What are, our, what are our initial thoughts here? We got Manchester City here, an implied goal total more than
2: one than any other team on this slate. Uh, Yep, it's going to be very similar to the past uh, midweek slate, but probably it could end up being, quote, easier because depending on their rotation, it's going to be even easier to stack all of Man City. Uh, It really comes down to the lineup. I mean, it, who plays, who gets rotated in? Remember, Man City are are still, you know, battling the Liverpool to win the, the league. So it's not like, like, oh yeah, we're going to focus on champions league. Cause the league, cause the league table is already kind of settled. So like, I'm expecting De Bruyne to play. I'm, ex- I'm expect, uh, what I'm expecting is like, maybe you get uh, Foden and, and Grealish comes on instead of Bernardo and Jesus, Jesus comes on instead of Foden. You like get something like that type of, you know, rotation. I mean, Fullback-wise, they really don't got anyone. Maybe Zinchenko comes into the side. They rotate their center backs. But, uh, I mean, the slate's going to come down to whether or not De Bruyne starts or, or not. I, I'm i going in with the expectation that he does, even though on the, the Roto-Wire cheat sheet, we we do not have him in the projected starting lineup. But I would not be surprised if Foden started this game also. I mean, like, they, they, they're looking to win games. And home to Watford, can he... Can you really get that much easier than home at Wat uh, home to Watford home to Norwich? <laughs> uh, Ryan. Uh,
1: so I guess we can just talk in general here about, man. I mean, I guess we're just guessing here. I, maybe we don't even have to dis- discuss what's going on here, but I mean, like Jordan said, everything depends on De Bruyne here, but like he did enter that last game yeah. with, with the calf issue, whatever he had and, they have the the Champions League match Tuesday. And as Jordan said, this is one of the more favorable matches against Watford. And it's not like Pep has to bring on, you know, some C-level guys to where they're not going to be able to win. So like you're bringing in, you're rotating your front three basically from the first, uh, from the last match. So you got Sterling, Graylish, and Jesus, like these are still guys who are top level guys. So like they can still, you know, get the three points, but just for Man City here, uh, um, I guess we talked midweek with with Mares and he ended up scoring and, and pretty much hitting his value here. What are we are we gonna, are we just assuming here that Mares isn't going to start because he's he's one guy that's more likely that you know the rotate rotation. He seems like every other type of game, so we're we're not including Mares here. So he's ten point eight. We're assuming he's not going to be in what are we looking at? We got Sterling at 9,300 and then depending on Foden, 8,700. What's what's the uh, Manchester City forward look here? Um, so yeah,
3: I know it doesn't matter what we think about expected lineups, but I, if I had to guess, I'd say the one that you have up there for rotowire is the one they use. You know, if there's ever a time to rest KDB and and Mares and Foden. It's it's now they have the Champions League game on Tuesday. That's pretty close. It's against Madrid. This is like the easiest matchup to against Watford. Um. So yeah, I mean, but I guess so. Forward, you're assuming no Mares. Um. But I guess it's we kind of got to talk about KDB also because you know he would take the set pieces. Um. You know, the spot's just too good, like too good compared to the other matchups. You said it has a implied goal total of more than one more than the other games. Um, like, you know, we, we try to make arguments to to fade Manchester City sometimes, but especially in cash games, you just can't because the prices are even cheaper now if if Mares and De Bruyne don't start. I mean, I know we're jumping back to midfield, but... Gunduan is too cheap. Grealish is way too cheap. I mean, you pretty much just have to play those guys in cash. I mean, wouldn't you agree, Jordan?
2: Well, with no KDB in, I mean, absolutely cuz where if no KDB, no Mares. well, and no Foden, like the set pieces are going to be Gunduan and, and I mean, it's Gunduan and Grealish and they're 6600 yeah. and 5700 at midfield. Uh the question to me comes in to at the forward position on this slate for a cash games, obviously in GPPs, you know, get lucky. Yeah. Uh, is there any way, is there anyone in the forward slot that's not on man city that you would consider in cash games? Um, so I think, I think there's one that people may consider and then one guys, that you could really punt with but i don't you think-
1: guys want to have your chris wood conversation now
2: yeah well that's one of them okay <laughs> let okay chris wood is a ponzi scheme and at some <laughs> I, i'm i'm just going to double down until i get all my money back on chris wood i was
3: just going to say i'm i'm like i'm so pot committed on chris wood that yeah i just kind of have to keep going with it if you've been fading him i mean well done because not only does he not do anything he's popular also so well, the Chris Woodslates haven't been good to me, but to answer your question, not really. I mean, Rashitska, you know, is an option. So if City start Sterling and Jesus and Bernardo, at least, you know, Sterling and Gra- Jesus aren't the greatest cash options, but the matchup's just so good. Um, you know, people will still go there, but I don't know if they're musts, you know, like, Maybe maybe J- Jesus because he's fourteen hundred cheaper than Sterling, but I think you could go for for a floor um, with Rashitska. I, I don't know if you're playing two city midfielders and maybe one other city forward, then yeah, you can play
2: someone from a different team in the other spot, don't you think? I think for for cash games, I'm more likely to not to. Avoid the mistake rather than get too cute. So, for instance, you from a from a mean projection standpoint, Rogiška at 7,300 at home as an underdog against Newcastle may have a higher mean projection than a Sterling or a Jesus. Like, I have a have a lower standard deviation. But like, if you if you gave me the choice of like, I have to play three teams in in a lineup on DraftKings, you have to play three teams wouldn't it make so much more sense to just like, how do I get six city players into my lineup? And no matter which way the goals and the points are distributed, at least I know I'm most likely going to get like most of them. Like me, yeah, maybe I can't, maybe I don't play a uh, Sterling, Sil- Bernardo and Jesus together. Right. Cause I right. Have two the one, like I can't fit them all, but I have five out of the six. And as long as I have five out of the six, I think, I think I'm fine rather than, Take one out, put Rajishka there, and the one out of the six, which you could choose, whichever one, ends up with the one with twenty four points. Rejeishka has eleven, and that burns me because th- that guy's also seventy percent owned in cash as well. yeah, so it's like um. I'd rather just not not try to get cute. That's why the like that's why at fifty at forty six hundred, Chris Wood. Who has a plus one hundred and sixty goal scoring odds? But I almost view those goal scoring odds as fictional at this point because no matter he's always listed as something like that, and he gives mm-hmm. me one point. Like mm-hmm. I said, it's it's some type of it's a metaverse type of thing. That's uh, it, it, His goals exist somewhere else, just not in the real world. Uh, at least you're paying forty. Like you're paying all the way down. Whereas is seventy three hundred, so you could play a city guy for that forty six hundred. There are no city guys that, unless you're playing Rodri, unless you're playing Fern, Fernandinho. Like like center backs or something like that. So if you wanted to play, for instance, uh, Gundogan, Graylish, Zinchenko, Kanchele, and just and only one of the city forwards, and then like, well, I need I need I well I need to still fill another forward spot. I could see Chris Wood being an option. I don't even think that's the best build because I think that most of the most of the city options that you'd want to play are forward eligible anyway. Right, so you're most likely filling two forwards with with city spots.
3: Do you think you need to worry about Sterling though in cash? Is he going to be popular?
2: I think they're all going to be popular.
3: Okay, because I mean, yeah, I would want to get. It, I I don't know, six six would be fine, sure. I would want to get at least five uh, five city guys, but I mean, what if? I don't know. To me, the best four would be Gundogan, Grealish, Cancelo, and Ederson. Then you just play one city forward. I, I, that's probably what I would do. But again, yeah, just trying to get as much city in
2: as possible. No, but I I don't see how you avoid, because you have Sterling, you have Bernardo and you have Jesus. Mm -hmm. Like, so it's like you have three options. It's not like you only, it's only two people and that's it. It's like, I I just don't see the way around playing two out of the three, because what other options are you going to play? And if you're going to play another option in order to get that type of lineup in, then you're playing Chris Wood. Well, then you're punt Then you're punting.
3: Just because I can't can't afford can't afford both, can't afford two city guys basically. That's, well, that's if you play
2: Cancela. That's if you not if you play Zinchenko.
3: Right, right. And also
2: it depends on whether or not you play Ederson a goalkeeper.
3: Sure. Yeah, definitely. If I wasn't playing those guys, then yeah, then you spend up for two city guys. I, I agree. I don't think you should play Sterling though.
2: He's ninety three hundred. What's wrong with that? His, because uh, G- Jesus and Bernardo are one K cheaper. Oh, oh, but then you're at least playing two of, okay. But the, the point I'm making is if you want to make a point of not playing Sterling and playing Jesus and Bernardo instead of Sterling, I'm fine with that.
3: Just but because to me,
2: to me, it's like, I don't think you, you play one of Bernardo or Jesus with some you know. other games. forward. I just think there's
3: other ways to spend you, there. There's, there's, Decent ways to spend some money. So I don't want to unnecessarily spend up on Sterling. Like even for cash games, you might want target. You might want both expensive defenders. You know, you might want another one of these mid-range midfielders. There's a couple guys that might be guaranteed double digits, basically. So if you if you go with a more balanced lineup, then, you know, you can't really get to Sterling. So I don't know. That was the construction I was looking
2: at. What happens, Ryan, if – KDB starts and Bernardo doesn't.
3: Man, if KDB starts, I think you just got to roster
2: him. Like... Yeah, but not, that, that's not the question I'm asking, is that if KDB starts, let's we go by their, this projected lineup, you get Jesus, Sterling, Grealish, Gundogan, KDB, Rodri. So basically mm-hmm. you have three city players that are midfield only and two that are forward eligible. Now what now what's the now if you're gonna roster KDB, you're gonna roster Grealish at that price, probably. For sure. And then now you still need two forwards. So either you're taking both Sterling and Jesus, or you're not playing two city forwards. Like right. me- you now
3: in that case I wouldn't. KDB being ten K, I'd probably just go KDB Grealish, one city forward and a Chris Wood type punt there. Right. Okay. Yeah and then I guess to circle back to Rashika he may be a decent play like if this was a different slate but I'm not I wouldn't spend my money there in cash
1: So you guys are having the sterling conversation would so just in cash games here would you rather have sterling or James Madison uh in cash games Madison for sure Yeah but okay. you still have
2: to fill forwards but the, the, well, the it's it, you have lineup spots to
1: fill Yeah I know you just uh it was just, you got, I mean, you're obviously not going to have both of those guys in, but uh, Jordan, you're saying, like, why not have Sterling in your lineup so you can get all these Man City guys? But, like, you're not going to have Madison, then, and then a bunch of Man City guys. It's I know what you're saying, though,
3: Adam, are you, because, like, are you saying if, if Madison starts, like, to me, it seems weird to have three midfielders, but but three midfielders would be the first three players in my lineup, Gundogan, Grealish, Madison, and then I'd figure out forward. So right. I know what you're saying. If Madison starts, I would definitely play him in cash, if if no KDB especially.
1: Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I was building here, just in like utility spot. You, you have like a spot here with 9K-ish range. So you're in the Madison, you're in the Sterling range. So then I like would probably
3: wide. not play Cancelo, you know, cause that's like a luxury paying 70, 70, 100 for him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just otherwise for forward. I, I, I kind of like, uh, we'll see what the lineups look like, but I mean, we said at midweek, Lester is going to rotate. I assume they're probably going to go back to Marty and so at center back. That's kind of what they've been doing for the last couple weeks. Uh, they allowed that late goal to Richarlison midweek. But, I mean, overall, I think there's just my personal thoughts here. I think I like there to be goals in this Leicester-Aston Villa match, and I don't think there's going to be goals in the Norwich-Newcastle match. So that's going to lead me to, like, I like Ali Watkins at 6,400. Uh, we'll see what who starts up front for Leicester. I'm not as positive in that situation because – it looks like Vardy is close and then you still got Ian Nacho. So those guys are going to be subbing off. Whoever starts gonna be subbing off in like the 60th, but you also got Ings at 6,900 in that match. Does anything else? Uh, so outside of Man City, I mean, just for tournaments here, because what do we like anything else? I, I mean, we got Coutinho here, 8,000. He's not going to be popular. Uh, no one's going to be looking to Coutinho. Uh, when you got the man city guys there, like is no one's going to be looking to Pookie here. Who got a, a price pump here, 7,600. Are we considering these guys here just because they're uh, not going to be popular or what? Um,
3: I don't want to roster Coutinho. Um, I, I'm interested to hear Jordan's thoughts on tournaments for this like Cause it's a weird one. I, I have a feeling the, like the higher stakes stuff is gonna be pretty similar. Uh people aren't gonna be able to get away from Manchester City. And where they do, I think they'll end up in similar spots. Um, yeah, we might there might be a cheap Leicester forward. I don't know. Uh, Pat Sandaka, he looks okay. Ali Watkins looks okay. There's some midfielders in that match. Uh John McGinn, you know, looks like an okay play with uh Dina out, again, probably will take most of the set pieces, and he's been pretty good in that role. Uh, Madison, yeah, I kind of think Madison's going to start. It's just that that game they have isn't until Thursday, and I, I don't, they don't really need to rest him, and it's a home match. But if he doesn't, uh, Dewsbury Hall would look pretty good. Uh, he even, I think, he's even split the set pieces last week, but he's been taking set pieces if Madison and and all Brighton aren't out there. And he's just got some open play upside, too. Uh, Always plays 90 minutes, pretty cheap. So I would want to look there. Um, The Norwich-Newcastle match. Yeah, I mean, we talked about Chris Wood. He'll be a popular, cheap forward. Um, I don't know. I don't mind going to the other Newcastle guys. Almarone had seven shots last game, scored a great goal. I don't really think people will roster him now that his price is up think joe linton's a fine option um i don't know i don't know why i just sort of rambled through all the games i i kind of forgot what you asked me
1: (laughs) i will say i think newcastle's uh eddie house said they're going to rotate some so there's going to be some rotation maybe maybe lied but i assume that's going to involve El Morone just because he's been playing more than he has almost all season he's gotten back-to-back starts here and, and saint Maximin's another guy who could be rotated so, like we said, midweek, I think uh, Jacob Murphy, I guess he's midfield only, but he, there's a possibility he starts as a forward. He's
2: 5,100.
1: Uh, do you have any other thoughts here at, at forward, Jordan?
2: Uh, well, if in general, I think in general, uh, the Leicester-Villa game is going to be the lowest owned game out of the three. Uh, with If Chris Wood starts, like, that cheap price, people are going to pair, like, Target, Shelby, Wood, Right, Jacob Murphy if he starts because he's like fifty one hundred midfield only. See people going there. I see people possibly going to like Kieran Dowell, Rajishka, Norman. You know they've Byram and Gianulis are kind of cheap Norwich fullbacks. It's just that the Leicester Aston Villa game, like if Matt, I don't even know if Madison. I don't even if Madison's in or out. I'm not even sure what the ownership of this game is because like I don't see either side being owned much. I don't see, uh, maybe we'll talk about defender. There may be a cheap defender, Aston Villa defender that we may be playing in cash games, but I don't see McGinn being all that owned, Jacob Ramsey being all that owned. Coutinho, Ings, and Watkins are going to be complete afterthoughts (coughs) with the (coughs) city forwards being well-owned. And I could say the same for Daka and Iozzi Perez. Like, you could say the same for Lookman. You could say that if, if Matt now, if Madison's out, I think Dewsbury Hall will be more owned. Maybe not highly owned, but owned enough. But then if Madison's in at 9K, Madison is the same price as a lot of the city guys. So I think Madison's ownership goes down. Uh Luke Thomas, James Justin. I just did Tieleman's. I, I just don't see this game being highly owned, but I could also see this game being a three to two game. Right. Newcastle Norwich I don't know for their ownership if Newcastle rotates they're probably not going to look as good as they have been recently Norwich typically don't look good uh this game could be a very messy game uh depending on if Madison's in and Aston Villa runs out a normal lineup this game pretty much pretty much could look as both teams normally would look other than the fact that uh Leicester's center backs are a little bit weaker so to me that Implies maybe possibly a higher ceiling for this game. Watford obviously, if you think why if you want to play Sar or Dennis or Pete, good good luck. I just I'm very <laughs> similar. Like if Watford scores one, the 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 problem with rostering Watford is that if Watford get lucky and score one goal, that person you may not even need. No, you know, right? It's like that Watford is just not gonna have enough possession. Where if Pedro scores. He's sitting there with 13 points and like, I could find 13 points from somewhere else on the slate. It's not going to be, be make or break unless someone scores two. And I don't con- consider Watford to have enough possession that people, they're even going to be racking up, you know, chances created and crosses. It's, it's like, Vance going to have 70, 75% possession this game. Uh, to me, it really comes down to uh, overall on the slate of, uh, Basically I'm going to be in GPP. I'm going to be light on man city. I'm going to try to get the two or three pieces on man city that you need
3: Mm -hmm. and
2: then find the stuff that is low owned, but it's, I'm not playing. There's not going to be a lineup where I'm just like, Oh, I'm just playing Ruben Diaz in this lineup. And that's it. Like, it's like, it's not, it's like, it's most likely one of my forward slots is going to be filled by a city player. And I just hopefully get the guy that gets 22 points that you need. the other guy you don't necessarily need or at least i match him with a cheaper player right i play one one city midfielder right and hopefully get the right one play one city defender hopefully get the right one and may or may not play ederson and if he gives up one goal in the lineups that i don't have him in then i don't need him i mean like it's in i'm like, like i said for cash games i'm more likely to just not not overthink it play six city guys and then just go as long as city puts up a couple of goals I'm, I'm probably i'm winning double ups i'm probably fine no matter who scores i don't have to guess and then in my gpp lineups it's like well i'll guess this two combination that combination this combination and then fill it out and more likely uh i'm more likely to play no defenders in the leicester aston villa game and play both sides of that game and then do it more of a defensive stack of the norwich newcastle game especially if newcastle rotates I think I think uh, cruel as a pay-down option if Newcastle rotates significantly, I'll take the home keeper in a, in in that type of situation. Newcastle, I mean, they're not a, I mean, they're not getting relegated, right? I mean, like this, really. Newcastle doesn't have really much to play for. Uh not not saying Norwich does either, but at least Norwich kind of maybe has a slight glimmer of hope of maybe maybe we can do it. Whatever. Uh so I I would figure that the Norwich Newcastle game. If Newcastle rotates could have a much lower score and Leicester Aston Villa, if they don't rotate as a higher score. So, and with the ownership and the pricing, the way it is, I'd rather overpay for some of this Leicester Aston Villa game for low ownership on a three game slate than try to just jam in value everywhere.
1: I definitely agree with that. I would say that even if Newcastle don't rotate, that it, it doesn't, it's not going to matter. That's going to be low scoring. The way they're playing right now is just pretty much to limit any good chance and kind of win one-nil matches. Uh, the only way that isn't happening is if the other team scores early in the first half and then they have to push the rest of the way. I think that happened with Leicester last weekend. But it just it the way that Eddie Howe and Newcastle are playing right now, the way they're winning is just by keeping things tight, keeping things low scoring, and that just. And That's even if they. It doesn't matter. What I'm saying. It doesn't matter if they rotate or not. I think it's going to be a tight, low-scoring match. There's not going to be a ton of opportunities. But yeah, earlier, Jordan or uh, Ryan said he had no interest in playing Coutinho, and that. I mean, that's that, that's the first reason here that it's like, okay, uh, if you if Ryan thinks that, then that's I think. That's a good means. He's a good, he's a good play. I think someone right. on Villa is going to have a good match. I think they're. I think both these teams are going to score. And uh, so with with this matchup, Villa actually hasn't played in two weeks, while Leicester I think has had maybe four matches since the last time Aston Villa has played because they've been playing in Europa Conference League. So Villa are rested, uh, whereas Leicester are rotating and not rested. So that's definitely something to keep in mind here. But as we get into midfield. We so we got De Bruyne. We got the 10K. We've pretty much talked. I don't know almost all there is the need to talk about here. Uh, I guess in terms of cash games as well, because you know it's either De Bruyne and then probably Graylish, and then if De Bruyne is not in, we're looking at uh Gundawan and Graylish. I mean that's pretty safe to assume that's that's the cash route. Um, I mean if if Madison starts, then you could talk about putting him in somewhere, but. Uh, what else do we like? I know Ryan is a big fan of Bruno Grimoresh here, 7400 His price keeps going up. He got he got an assist last match, so so we got that involved. Uh, I mean, otherwise, we got uh, John McGinn here. Speaking of Aston Villa match, he's 6100 Taking more set pieces. Nothing really stands out. Kieran Dowell, we kind of, I don't know what exactly we said about him last week, but he ended up being... 24 points and, and winning some contests. You said you, well, could you got a goal him.
2: and an assist. That'll help.
1: Yeah. yeah. I know Ryan play played him, him actually. I played so, him. Definitely. Yeah.
3: Hey, I'll tell you, we were just, yeah. About Kieran Dowell because I know some people that, that, that annoyed a, a lot of people. Um, here's a little secret about soccer DFS and specifically in the premier league. If you're a $3,100 player that plays in the front three and takes some set pieces you can always roster them like as long as they're not playing Manchester city. And even then you could make an argument, but yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know, Jordan, if you want to talk about midfield.
2: No, I mean, I, I, I look in this, I, to me, if I'm not going to pay up, I mean, there's not much to pay up for. I mean, a lot of people are forward eligible, but like, I'm looking in the low range, like Dowell Murphy, Douglas, DeWeese viable right Ramsey probably not cash play but 4,300 he's there uh Lise Malou if he starts 4,100 I mean Shelby 3,800 Norman 3,700 uh and there are guys down there I mean it's it's likely it's likely that you're you're probably playing someone in the if you're playing six city guys you're almost definitely playing a uh someone in this range right and it, mm-hmm. and if you're not playing six city guys you're still playing one of these guys in the range you're most likely playing them a defender instead i don't think the defender position is that is very strong on this slate outside of maybe maybe the strong maybe maybe two three options maybe right uh so it's really you're just choosing between like, well, how much money do you have left? I I don't think paying in this slot is worth is is worth making a priority. So for instance, if you have forty six hundred left and you play Douglas Louise, that's fine. Like, don't, I need to find the six hundred to get to dowel. Like, I don't I don't view it like that. I view it's like it starts from dowel down to down to like Shelby, and it's like whichever spot lands there just that's your last piece and they're probably better than the defenders in those, in those slots. Right. I'd rather play one of these midfielders than a defender in those slots and whatever. Like, I, I just don't see the difference that much. If you have the money and you have 5,100, I'll play Jacob Murphy. Assuming he starts, don't be like, I need to find that hundred for Dowell. Or don't be, I, I have Ramsey. I need to find the 300 for Luis. Or I, I, I have, uh, you know, 3,700. I need to find the hundred for Shelby. So Let's just play Norman. Like it just, it's if you play Fernandinho, even if he starts or whatever, 3,500, he's a city piece. Who knows? You're going to get, you get a goal, right? You know, and something could happen. Like, I don't, I just don't prioritize this range. It's just, there are guys there that I don't mind being the last piece into my lineup and whatever the, whatever the price is, the price is I I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather prioritize getting up to Ederson, a goalkeeper, than any of these guys Got going. I I'll, I'll sacrifice going from Dowell down to Shelby for 1400. If I could get Ederson, a goalkeeper because the winning clean sheet odds for him are like dramatically different than everyone else on the slate.
3: Yep. Yeah. I, I agree with that from Dowell on down. I would not prioritize any of them. Yeah. I wouldn't try to find any money uh, to, to pay up for, for any of those guys.
1: Yeah, there's also a chance uh, Fernandinho starts. He's thirty five hundred, so you get that price uh, decrease compared to Rodri. So there's another Manchester City guy you can throw in your lineup if, if you're sitting in that range and your other seven spots aren't Manchester City players. Um, I will say he's not going to be popular, but uh, Lees Malou for Norwich. He's forty one hundred. Uh, no one, you don't really think too much about him, but he's actually been playing as an attacking midfielder last couple matches for Norwich because they've moved to a 4-2-3-1. It's somewhat helped, I guess you could say. I mean, they got a couple goals the last two matches, so I guess it has helped. But he has four shots, four chances created the last two matches. Something to consider uh if you're in that range. I mean, it's it's usually not someone we talk about, so I, I felt like I'd, I'd bring yeah, it up. I-
3: Hey, do you remember last podcast when you were joking about Imran Luza plus 1,400 to score?
1: Wait, did he score?
3: No, but he had four shots. He was always oh, in front gosh. of goal, and he missed an absolute sitter from about six yards out. Just, we, we <laughs> were joking about how he might, you know, does he have upside to score? I don't know, maybe only from a free kick. Um, but he yeah, I, don't, I don't really want to roster him against against City, but thirty six hundred and taking the corners is a chance for an assist.
1: <laughs> you said you said midweek you don't play anyone against City. And then I think Brighton had whatever they had. had they didn't have much uh in their match against Manchester City. No, and I don't think and I, I don't like, think Watford are going to have much.
3: No, definitely not. I mean, we saw what happened when we tried to play Watford against Leeds. I mean, imagine what's going (laughs) to happen here. And, And Jordan made a good point when he said, and there's a lot of slates like this, like, you know, if a Watford guy scores, you know, Oh no, if he scores and I didn't, didn't roster him, it just doesn't matter most of the time because one, you know, they don't score enough because there's no floor there. And two, they're not high owned. So there's not that many combinations. So you're not usually going to get beat. Um, so yeah, I just don't worry about spots like that. To me Manchester City are about 95% to keep a clean sheet. So that's how I how I look at these slates.
2: Right, if Watford scores what what matters more is Ederson's score than the guy that actually scores. Exactly. Yep.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate
4: are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health care provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new health care regimen, including EE system.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to be using Edison, so let's let's hope for that stain. But uh, Defender here, (laughs) Cancelo... You got something to say, Jordan, here?
2: No, no, I was going to go on to Defender. I was going to ask okay. Ryan. uh Do you think that there's a dramatic enough difference between Cancelo and Zinchenko that if you played Zinchenko over Cancelo for $1,600 less, you'd be okay? Or would you rather play target in that range than play Zinchenko? Um... Because you watch you watch the games more than I do, Yes. And okay, like so the way that the way that Man City play with their defenders is so much different than other teams that like when Cancelo is in on that the side that Walker normally plays on, like Cancelo is on that foot, so like he almost play, he almost plays as a winger slash attacking midfield. Like he he's not playing as a as a as a right back, right? And typically. No. If he's playing that high up the pitch, the 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 fullback on the other side is playing like next to Rodri or Fernandinho. Like they play almost as like the holding midfielder in those instances. And they're ceiling, you just look and you go, City have eighty percent possession, and why does whoever's playing on the on the on the left defender slot like he's sitting there and you just look on the pitch and they're standing next to the defensive midfielder. Because Cancelo's up and going now, that's much different when Cancelo's on the left side, because that doesn't happen. Because Cancelo uh, doesn't defend. Essentially, to put it nicely, Cancelo is not the Cancelo is a Marcus Alonso s when it comes to defending. Uh, So they have all these tucking in type of fullbacks. So like, it seems like why Zinchenko? Why not play at fifty five hundred? The only thing is, I'm always concerned that of how. Involved in play, he's going to be. And second question, I know I'm I'm adding it all together. Uh, Do you think Zinchenko's value goes up if KDB is not in? Because Zinchenko can also take set pieces, and that center uh, of the park isn't going to be as congested. Like it's more likely that that Gund it'll be you know like Gundawan and and Fernandinho or whatever. I'll occupy the center and I'll allow Zinchenko to go forward more.
3: Yeah. um, Those are all the important questions. Yeah. And I I think, I think you hit. They're unanswerable. No, no, I think they are answerable. Um, Most of the time, most of the time, I think Cancelo is definitely worth, the 1700 or the 1600 over Zinchenko. And I mean, most of the time Zinchenko is not getting his for not getting forward as much as you think, even in matchups where city are huge favorites and going to dominate. There's been a number of times where I roster Zinchenko and yeah, I'm just tilted the whole match because he's basically playing as a third center back. Um, This spot though, yeah, there's a good chance he's going to have some set pieces. Um, I don't know if KDB B's the, the important one for that. I think the important one for that is Mahrez and Foden because, you know, if they're not in there, it's Zinchenko's left foot that takes those corners a lot of times. Um, so, like, you know, this is the question I've been thinking about, too. Like, is it worth it? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I would want to get Cancelo on the right. I don't think Zinchenko has a lot of open play upside. But if he does have sets, you're really going to want him. Um, so it's it's tough. Play, play I, I them both.
2: Play, just play them both.
3: You could. Then you have Target. You know, it's a, it's a good spot for Target. Maybe Target should just be the first one in because you know he's going to take most of the sets. It's a pretty good matchup um yeah defenders tough I don't know I think you know there's obviously there's uncertainty uncertainty if you could couldn't tell by the way I was analyzing those city guys so I don't
1: know all right my first question is you guys keep calling him Cancelo do you know this for a fact that his name is Cancelo not Cancelo no
3: I always call him Cancelo Jao Cancelo. Jao Cancelo
1: Yeah, are you sure though? Yep, no, I mean, what do you I, think it is?
2: I, I, I just I, think I'm it's quite,
1: Cancelo. That I don't think I'm not, so. I'm
2: not gonna. T- I'm not gonna trust the guy that can't even uh, even pronounce uh, Rajishka's name right.
3: Yeah, I can't do that. Or or some of the ones that I can't do. But
2: I've
1: been to Portugal, all right? I've spoken Portuguese once in my life. Uh, but no, I think the ch is like the c with the thing on the bottom. But I don't think that's what Cancelo has. So that's why. I, I ask, but you guys always talk like you know, so I just wanted to double check here.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe I've just been saying it like that for so long that somehow I think it's right now.
1: I don't know. Yeah, yeah I. While you guys were talking, I was just trying to go through like all the matches that Zinchenko and Cancelo have been playing, and there hasn't been a ton, and there is, there's just not really good comparisons. Like when they there's a match early in the season they beat Lester six to three and both Zinchenko and Cancelo didn't really do anything uh, just because they had so many goals. They, they weren't really needed in attack. So there's stuff like that where it's just hard to, hard to gauge exactly if one guy's going forward and they're sitting back kind of a thing. So uh, it's just, uh, uh, we'll I guess it's just we'll see what happens kind of a thing. So
3: Adam, I mean, you, I think you're right on like half of the name, but you always say cancelo. It's wouldn't it be cancelo?
1: Cancelo.
3: Cancelo. Um, it seems like for, you're saying it like there's an A. Uh,
1: that's that's how it's I don't know the exact E in Portuguese, but that's how it is in Spanish. So Okay. All right, sorry. Um, off, off, off I believe your back wife back. is Spanish actually, so you should know this.
2: I'll ask her. <laughs> I, I, I I looked it up on Google. Cancelo. <laughs> what? that's what it says all right cancelo. well i don't trust google okay some Thanks, someone Kurt. in
3: our
1: chat is saying the uk commentators say cancelo, but i don't know i, I can't believe uk uk commentators either so but all right, all right. What, what else do we got in defender here uh have you guys mentioned ashley young at 3800 do we want any? Piece um, no, of but I just
3: wanted to go back. Sorry, something sure, that
1: sure. Uh, Coutinho.
3: When I like dismissed him, you you like got me back on him just a little bit for those reasons you said. Well, two reasons. One, just for tournaments. One, he's not going to be popular, so that's a good reason. And then I didn't realize that he's the same price as Gabriel Jesus. So some of my 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 favorite couple Jesus lineups. I'll probably. Switch to Cancelo or sorry to Coutinho also so yeah um just wanted to clarify that I think it, yeah based on him not being popular it's probably a pretty good play
2: looking up on google by the way I've solved I've I've solved the argument it's okay. not a tra- it's not a trust sound
3: yeah okay nice there we Can- go so sal- something Cancelo. now like that. now
2: we got to get you to pronounce Milos Rajishka
3: Rajishka <laughs> Is that the, the it? The is
2: a sh- there's an SH in the middle. Yes. He's Kos. is from Kosovo. Oh yeah. The worst, one, the, the worst one uh, the worst pronunciation.
3: I mean, the worst pronunciation I've ever done was last week for Yuraz Kuchka when I said Kuka. <laughs>
2: right, yeah,
3: exactly. That's the worst. that's the most embarrassing one ever because I mean I watch the games too, and then I see the name and you know it just doesn't come out right.
1: That was a pretty good one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I we, Are we, I guess we playing Ashley
2: have, young, I mean, at 3,800 uh, to me, that's like the punt play.
1: I want to say before sure. we move off Zinchenko that we have to mention that we have uh, Pep Guardiola gave his press conference this morning and he basically said, Nathan Ake, John stones, Kyle Walker, all of those guys unknown, questionable. We'll see how they look uh, later today. Kind of a thing. We'll see how they look Saturday morning. Uh, so we don't know. I doubt Kyle Walker's coming back because he's been out for a couple weeks or so already now. But Stones and Ake they just got hurt. So as we're talking about Zinchenko, like there's a chance we could have Ake and Stones in there again. So I, I wanted to mention that though.
3: Yeah. No, okay. I'll be a little bit more definitive than I was. Zinchenko without sets is not worth 5,500.
2: Also, but... if Ake, if also if Ake is in playing as a pseudo left back he's 4,300 now and he's not 3,100 right which is too much right at 3,100 he was fine to play even though he came off at the half with an injury but if he starts again instead of Zinchenko there I ain't paying 4,300 for
3: no me either if he yeah that's too much he's not a left back and Ruben Diaz would be a better play than than Ake
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, we look at the goal odds here and Ashley Young's 3,800. Is that going to make him popular in cash games or... Okay, Jordan's saying yes, so...
2: Yeah, I mean, you need need someone in that range. You're more likely to do it at defender. Uh, I think that's going to be a popular... I think uh, Ashley Young, if you're going to punt at defender, that's going to be that guy. If you're going to be playing a lineup that's Cancelo plus Target... Then most likely your punt is going to be John Joe Shelby for the same price. I do want to
1: ask Jordan. So we have these goal odds here, and I'm pretty sure these goal odds are basically based off Ashley Young playing more as like a winger or as a forward. Because I mean, you look at Maddie Cash; he's plus nine fifty. So like, do people do people that you know just plug in lineups and do mass lineups? Do they do they care about that kind of a thing? That he is a defender, and he's plus three twenty, or
2: yeah, but he's also more likely to get forward than Matt Cash. Like Ashley Young's, I don't know who he he's is old. though.
1: Why? Why is he more likely to get forward? I don't. I know.
3: think Matt Cash is more likely to get forward than Ashley Young. Pretty yeah, confident. I, I just like. think
1: those odds are based off him playing as a forward earlier in the season. So bet against him. Yeah. So I think it's kind of like a. a it's kind of like a ploy here, but in the system that people are going to fall for. And what's like
2: first wood ploy then?
1: You're not playing.
2: You're, ploy.
3: you're not playing Ashley young to score a goal though. He's 3,800. So it's, true. it's a fine play. You know, he he's going to, put some crosses in, he he has a decent floor for, for that cheap price. So, I mean, yeah, but fun. when he
1: scores, everyone's just going to luck out and be like, yeah, I looked at the odds and there we go. He, yeah, well, supposed K- to K- score. That happened
2: with Kieran Dowell. And, and it seems like no one complained, right? How are his odds like that?
1: I, I think it's because he played forward earlier in the season. That's the only yeah, reason. Maybe. But I mean, because they, they just don't want to be screwed by it just because he's, he's someone who's played left back and he's played as a winger. So that they'll put their odds like that. It's kind of how it is.
3: Is there anywhere where you can bet no? <laughs>
1: uh, no, I mean, not that, what, not that I know of. It's yeah. like going to be minus 1,000 though.
3: Well, if it, yeah, it wouldn't be that much if it's 320, yes. But yeah, okay. Anyways,
1: uh, yeah, I mean, is anything below? I mean, we get below here. We got Ruben Diaz is at 3,700 Is there anything else that's down here that? that really stands out. I mean, again, we're going to the center back range.
2: And well, Sam Byram or Tim Castagna is going to be probably the cheapest fullback that may be playing. And I don't care. I'd still play young over over both of those guys.
1: Yeah. I mean, Byram's basically a center back playing fullback. I I mean, I guess, yeah, you know, Newlitz is a little better, but he's 4,500. So he's not even in that conversation either. So, I mean, it just seems like it's one of those slates where you have these guys like Target and Salo and uh, I guess Young down here, but you have the guys that are are pretty much locks uh, no matter the type of competition. And then you, for your second defender, it just depends on on what else you have. So goalkeeper here, 95% chance to get a clean sheet, according to Ryan, according to the odds, it's at 56%. Uh, Are we, I mean, you said ninety five percent chance. So, are you going to have him in your lineup here at fifty nine hundred? Are you going to find the room for him?
3: Um, <clears throat> probably. Yeah, actually, if I, it, you know, assuming if the doesn't start, right? Like, if I yeah. have extra money, yeah, I I've been at least in my main lineup or my higher stakes lineup. I've been trying to get to the more expensive to the expensive keeper when there's a difference. Um, yeah. I do think it's worth it. That was one of the things I was happy to hear Jordan talk on his podcast with, with Sarah Meck about that a little bit. I didn't realize that. I think, you know, for a long time, the move was just to play the cheap goalie, even for, for most of the sharps and even the cheap defenders too. And then I've been playing the expensive defenders with the expensive keeper and, you know, you're just never sure what the correct strategy is. But I think when there's a, a, that big of a difference in, in the clean sheet odds and no, you know, if there's no Maras and De Bruyne, yeah, you should use that salary for, for, for a guaranteed clean sheet. I know it's yeah. not guaranteed, but.
1: I almost think he's going to be, I feel like, I think midweek Ederson was maybe 25 something percent in cash games. I feel like. Now no, in a was, better. No,
2: he was forty.
1: Oh, he was higher like yeah. that. Okay, yeah, I think it might even be higher than that. Uh Just going against Watford, and then you combine that with the fact that there's possibly that Mares and De Bruyne both aren't in. Like people are going to have money. So like, could Ederson be fifty percent in cash games? Is that crazy?
2: I'm fine with it.
1: So that's that's kind of the cash move, is what uh, we're coming down to here.
2: Yeah, and if you don't play pay for a uh, Ederson, you're probably playing Schmeichel or Cruel.
1: I'm looking here: uh, single entry, double up. Ederson was 27%
2: uh, against Brighton. What? What level? What dollar amount? A uh, small five dollar. Okay, but the twenty the twenty five dollar the uh, twenty two man that I play, he was forty percent.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, fewer entries, so that's kind of what you what you get. I well, yeah,
2: well, I mean, I'm playing. It depends on what yeah, contest, yeah, yeah. obviously.
1: 100%. Yeah, so otherwise, uh, what else do we like? I mean, I as I said before, I'm not going to be looking at the Leicester-Aston Villa match for a goalkeeper. Um, I will be focusing on uh, probably Tim Krul is, is my look just because of, and depending if I have enough money, Dubrovka's in there. I just think that's going to be a low-scoring match. Either of you want to play Ben Foster in this spot and hope for eight saves and maybe only one goal up I will say, so as I mentioned, Pep Guardiola's press conference, he did mention that uh, Manchester City have had uh, trouble against Roy Hodgson-managed teams uh, when he was at Crystal Palace before. So there you go. Uh, could be a 1-0 result. I
2: could see Foster, to me, the only way, reasonably, the only way that Foster is optimal is if there's no clean sheets. Like if you want to play, then, then if there's no clean sheets on the entire slate, goal kid, like correlation between goalkeeper and anything doesn't really even matter anymore. Right. Yep. So like, it's quite possible to play four city players with Foster, Foster scoring two points and no keeper, keeper scores over five points. So it doesn't even matter what you have at keeper anyway. So to me, Uh, foster you'd use foster in gpp lineups that either have no city players right which is unlikely that you're probably doing that very contrarian or you're playing foster and just hoping that like literally all the games have each team scoring a goal and that ederson uh, isn't worth that price like no, none of the keepers it's not a matter of foster even scoring you know getting eight saves it's just a matter of of all the other keepers not getting a clean ties. I mean, not even wins. I mean, if Lester Aston Villa is two, two man city wins four to one and Norwich is one to one to one. Right? Like Ederson gets the win, gave up a goal, but has no other save, So he's sitting there with three points. Foster could the the other two goalkeepers, the other goalkeepers in all the other games only have negative two, two, four, and, and Foster sitting there with zero, and you're fine with that. Like gave up four yeah. goals, has five saves, and you. To me, that that is a more more way to build than than unless unless you're building a lineup with no Man City players, which I just don't think you do. But I wouldn't. I don't I don't get cons- cons- on this slate. I don't consider it wild or stupid to build a four man to build Man City and Foster in the lineup. On a three-game slate, if it was a bigger slate, I would definitely say don't do it, because then there's some chance that some goalkeeper puts up 18 points or something. But uh, but yeah, so that that's my goalkeeper assessment. But as usual, uh play wherever you want.
3: Yeah, no, I think that's the, I think that's the right assessment. We had a slate like that recently, and in those circumstances. Foster's can score two points and even, you know, a couple of the other guys can score maybe six or, or even seven. And, and yeah, it's fine. Just what it, what it also does is um, yeah, you you don't need the highest scoring keeper because uh, the constructions, I, I don't know how to explain what I'm saying, but the lineup constructions are different if, if, yeah, ne- never mind. Uh, <laughs> You're
2: kind of saying the same thing that I am. Mostly.
3: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. All right, so that's goalkeeper. Before we go, I mean, like, I mean, like, yeah. sorry.
3: Usually, if you like say in that circumstance, I don't know the 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 Newcastle keeper or has Dubravka has eight points, but but Watford has or Foster has two. Um, but someone in the Norwich game was a, w- put up a decent fantasy score. Well, no one who rostered Dubrovka is going to have that guy who put up a decent score on Norwich. So Foster's two points compared to Dubrovka's eight or whatever it is, you know, might not or does not matter sometimes in, in those circumstances. If that made All any right. sense.
1: Yeah, it definitely made a lot of sense. We're very – we're much smarter now that we heard that. <laughs> okay.
2: Cancelo. Cancelo.
1: Cancelo. Ciao Cancelo. Cancelo. You, you still looking that up?
2: No, I already did. It's Cancelo. Okay. That's what
3: C-A-N-S-E-L-L-O.
1: All right, so before we go, I just put together a Man City heavy lineup. So do you guys think that the, the tournament winner – for this contest. I, I feel like we've seen this before where it was like just in front of us the whole time. The winner just had six Man City guys, seven Man City guys. They won five nil and then nothing much, not enough happened in the other matches that that lineup just won. Uh, so I put this line, lineup together, Sterling, Silva, Gundogan, Greylish Ruben Diaz, Target, Ederson, Douglas, Luis. That is, that's your that's your lineup right there. Do you guys like that lineup?
2: That's perfectly fine. Just understand that that city is going to be. Everyone so else old. is going to have that lineup. No, not everyone else is going to have that lineup. Just understand that the more city that you play in your lineup, the more duplicated that combination will be. Which means you're going to be competing with a lot of lineups that look like that. And your two your two other players in your lineup that's going to be the determinant. If Douglas Lewis scores 50, twenty points you win but if Douglas Su puts up four and city goes on for a five nothing game you you don't even come close to the to the top 20 or anything like that because all of the Ban City guys are gonna be 30 40 50 percent owned so it's an easier path to first place if you play for two or three city guys are needed but not five or six and then get now you have a 4v4 in the rest of your lineup to now get the like, get the 6% owned guy that has 18 points, get the 12% owned guy that has a brace, right? You have Ollie Watkins has two goals and he's 6% owned and you have him as your one-off and it like you have more opportunities because you have more slots than go for a man city, just score five, five. Yeah. Yeah. That is the most likely outcome, but there's a difference between most probable and most profitable.
1: Yeah. The, I, I, I don't ever, I don't know. I just wanted to bring it up cause I, I don't like doing that, that the full man city capture just cause just it's not very fun. The capture
2: like, makes sense in cash. Though. See, yeah, it's a weird I, way yeah. to put it. That's like, typically it's like, Oh, I'm going to stack one team. That's like a GPP strategy. It's like, to me, no, it's a, it's a more of a cash strategy because you get to capture all of man city and not have to worry about getting the right guys. In GPP, people are going to try to capture every all of Man City, and I, I don't, I need to care about getting the right guys. And Cash, if if I have Bernardo, if I have all of them, and Bernardo has three points, but Sterling has thirty-two, like as long as I have all of them, like it doesn't. Two of them combined for thirty-five. That's that's all I need, because Rogichka only has eight. So who cares? Or Chris mm-hmm. Wood as a standard one point seven points. So I don't care about that. I mean, like. I just want it all. I don't have to decide on it, but on GPPs, they're going to be just that combo. Those combinations are going to be so owned. Right. I'd rather try to get, but not get different in the way of like not playing man city, but just getting the right, which are the right pieces. I have no clue. That's why, that's why I built six lineups. And I do this combination, that combination, this combination, and hopefully i have the right one.
1: Yeah. There we go. Ryan, uh, what are your, what are your last thoughts? We got, We had Anthony Gordon midweek. He ended with 15. Not a a terrible outing. Uh, I actually went off of him once Demari DeMari Gray was in the starting 11, but still made it 15 points. I went off of
3: him too. I just wanted to say he was unlucky not to pick up a couple assists, though. Richarlison missed what was one of the easiest chances, you know, all season for any forward. Uh, It would have been from Gordon. Um, And another one also. Richarlison should have had a hat trick easily in that game. But uh, anyways –
1: so you're, I assume your top GPP play is Coutinho, or who is it going to be?
3: No. I mean, it's a good it's a good GPP <laughs> play. Um, but, uh, sorry, who is – I just saw this now. Manchester City have a $7,700 forward named
1: Kaiki? Yeah, he's like uh, – I think he came from Brazil, I want to say, but he's like a, a young, uh, young guy that's oh, been training with him.
3: Of course. They, yeah, nice. Yeah.
1: he'll be he'll be we'll be talking about him in two years probably
3: um yeah I don't know like besides city it's tough um a guy that I would like if there's no Madison I I I'll have some interest in Dewsbury Hall I'm a big fan of his he's gonna get an England call up pretty soon
1: yeah I've definitely he's someone I've played he's someone I've looked at in the past he's just uh, really came on this season he's been good for him there'll be some set pieces for him too but, yeah, that Leicester lineup is really uh, maybe more so than the Man City one. Uh, we just don't know exactly how they're going to look because of because of all the matches that they're playing and the fact that like guys like Mendy and Telemans and Dewsbury Hall, they're playing full 90s every game, but they they got all these matches. But I think that's all we got. You guys got anything else here? Nope.
2: Cancelo. 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 Joao.
1: Joao Cancelo, Cancelo, Joao Cancelo. Cancelo. Okay, there we go. There we go. Uh, if you've been watching on YouTube or Twitter, we got the cheat sheet up. Get this. Uh, go to rotowire.com slash soccer trial, free 10-day trial, no credit card required. It has all your useful information. Let me refresh this so you can get any updated odds. Nope, nothing has changed in the last hour of us discussing. But, uh, yeah. Jordan you can find him at blender HD Ryan is at Ryan Balangi, and Ryan mentioned the podcast that Jordan did earlier in the week he interviewed Saramek uh on his podcast theory of DFS and I mean I'll be checking that out but if you want to learn a bit a little bit more about you know one of the best soccer DFS players in the world listen to that podcast free plug for Jordan's podcast there so you're welcome on that one. but uh guys thanks for joining me we will be back next week uh for another i think it's a four-game slate next week but we also got champions league so from what i could see it looks like it may only be showdowns for us but uh maybe they'll they'll put in a a two-game slate come monday we'll see what happens but thanks for joining me guys jordan ryan see you next week
2: thanks guys